Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acree and Oaklawn's Mutuals and Sportsbook Manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everybody, to Oaklawn Game Day. Zach Gillum, Justin Acree, and we are underway with racing at Oaklawn, but certainly we are going to be focused on sports wagering opportunities at Arkansas's only casino resort right there in hot spring zach great to be with you i know last weekend was a lot of fun for you wonderful time we as you said started off with live racing in december it was unbelievable we also had college football championship day going on saturday you had nfl games on sunday you had quite a few uh, upsets there on saturday so it it was a lot of fun and you know had some people cashing bets had a good time zach we talked about the opportunities to wager on sports gaming on the uh, racing side now that's a new area over there for those who missed the information last week or haven't been down there yet fill them in on that and then let's talk about hours too on both sides as far as opportunities there in the racing grandstand on the second floor for y'all or for those that are familiar with the sports tavern we're right up next to that we have sports betting every live racing day we're going to open the counter at 11 a.m and we will be there until probably about 20 minutes after the last race um, on the casino side, that counter is going to be open seven days a week. Monday through Thursday, we open at 4 p.m. We're there till 8 p.m. On Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll open at 10 a.m., and we will be there until 8 p.m. as well. The kiosks are still 24-7, so if you come into the casino, you're looking to get a bet, and the counter is not open yet, you can get a bet on the kiosk. Minimum bet $5, maximum bet 250 or a max payout of 5000 on the kiosk. Our cashier's cage is also available 24-7, so if you need to redeem a winning ticket or a voucher, you can see them if we're not open and they can help you out all right and of course great dining options at oakland as well you can go to oakland.com find out more information about that or if you want to book a room or get a spa treatment i had a chance to stop in the bugler and i just sat at the bar at the bugler zach had a couple of appetizers and a cocktail it's a great setting went around and hung out the first turn bar with some friends as well again if you're not really that big into wagering there are still so many fun things to do there outside of that at oakland tons to do as you said we have plenty of uh food options out there we've added so many over the last few years i don't want to start naming them because i'm might forget one just know they're all great if you haven't got to try out one of the new ones please go give it a shot and then we also have a lot of the uh, returning things that you're used to our corned beef sandwiches this year in the cove uh, used to be known as the oyster bar it is now called the cove they're offering sh- sushi they have um the the room itself the ambiance on it is unbelievable so if you've not go in there you need to check it out we've been talking about the martina mcbride christmas concert it is coming up in just a couple of days zach so that is just about to be performed at the event center and then of course we're not too far away from New Year's Day night when Purple Rain comes in, the Prince Tribute Band. So really doing a great job of putting on events in the event center so far. I hear the Prince cover uh, band is going to be quite something to see. So if you have not got tickets for that, I highly recommend you do it soon. Obviously, Martina McBride, that's something we've been talking about for months. Very few tickets left. So if you have not got that and you want to go, I recommend you do it right now while you're listening. Stop what you're doing. Get your tickets. Um, not on top me? Of, yes, stop it. Stop what stop you're doing. I doing Oakland game day right now and get my tickets. Maybe I can I, do it at the same time. Well, if you have the skills, do it. But you need to get those tickets now. They are moving quickly, and there's not many left. All right. I have not been filled with the Christmas spirit yet. Maybe Martina McBride can help me with that. That would be good. 
good. So I need to get a few uh, lock of the week uh, picks right first. That would really help my cause probably. At this rate, my kids are going to have to live with a lump of coal for Christmas because I keep missing it on my picks. But we are doing kind of multiple picks now, and we've had some luck outside of the actual lock of the week. And everybody I talked to, Zach, liked Georgia to handle Alabama last weekend. Minus six and a half. What happened, Zach? That didn't happen, did it? It did not. They lost outright. I was one of them. I thought, in fact, when we were talking about what this number should post at, I was wanting it to be closer to 10. So it shows you what I know. Well, Utah got it done. Philly at the Jets. Dallas, New Orleans. I mean, we, we had a lot of games we liked. And we liked the under the New England game. And it turned out to be a 24-point total because of the weather not being very good. And oh, by the way, New England only threw the ball three times and completed two passes as part of a victory. So there are other games we like. So make sure you listen throughout. Don't just tune into the lock of the week. There are a lot of other things we'll talk about that will also be beneficial to you potentially. Let's move into championship mode. It has been such a topsy-turvy world so far this year, Zach. I mean, now we got the New England Patriots who put a stranglehold on the AFC East. And who would have thought that before the season that the Bills would be knocked off? They were overwhelming favorites to win the division before the season started. Mac Jones' play and everything else going on with the Patriots right now, they have moved into a significant lead there. But overall championship, it's still the defending champs. And I guess you got to beat the best if you want to be the best. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the to win the Super Bowl, you still have the Buccaneers as your top choice there at plus 525. Followed up with the Chiefs. They've slowly inched their way back up near the top there at plus 650. Patriots third choice at 700. Packers at 750. Arizona Cardinals at 800. The Buffalo Bills at 1100. And the Dallas Cowboys at 1300. Have you ever seen a team over you know, a three-year span that's had as much success as Kansas City that nobody's talking about right now? They've won five games in a row. It's almost like, well, they're not living up to the standard that we sort of set for ourselves with the Chiefs. They're winning games in the NFL. It is hard to do. Let's give Kansas City a little bit of credit, folks. It may not be as pretty and as easy as it's been in the past, but they're finding a way. Winning's all that matters. It doesn't matter if Tyreek has four touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes has six touchdowns, as long as their score is more than the other. That's that's what they're looking to do. And the Chiefs are now your favorites along with the Patriots to win the AFC overall, right? Correct, yeah. Looking at the AFC, you have Chiefs as your co-top choice at plus 300. Patriots with them at 300 as well. You have the Buffalo Bills following them up at plus 500. Ravens at 750. Tennessee Titans at 1200. And the Chargers at 1300. You know, I had some girlfriends when I was younger, Zach, and I thought, well, maybe it's just a phase that she hates me. No, it turned out she actually just hated me. I thought that was what was going on with the Bills. I thought they just weren't quite playing up to their form, and they would get back to it. But now I'm starting to really wonder, are the Bills what I thought they were going to be before the season began. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I haven't got to watch as much as I would like, but I feel like something that they're missing from last year is Beasley You know, caught everything that was thrown to him last year. I haven't seen quite that same go-to that is always going to be there for him. So if they can get that sorted out, they still have a strong team and a few games to go. Well, they've got a tough challenge this week too. We'll talk about in a second. NFC-wise, it is the defending champs. They're the overall favorites to win it, but they're also pretty good favorites to win the NFC. Yes, looking at this, Buccaneers plus 260, followed up with the Cardinals at 350. Packers at 350 as well. Cowboys after that at 600. The Rams at 650. And the 49ers big jump at 2,000. Yeah, look, that NFC East is starting to get semi-interesting too. The Cowboys are still overwhelming favorites to win the whole thing in that division, but it is getting much more interesting with Washington's performance of late. Let's talk about against the spread numbers, and this is one of the reasons why I think I may go with my lock of the week, playing off of these trends. Green Bay is still your best team. By the way, Jones played in their last game, which is a win over the Rams. They were off last week and they're back on the field this week against Chicago. Green Bay is one of the best teams, in fact, the best team, at covering the number this year. 83%, 10-2 on the season. Arizona, Dallas, second best, 9-3. Then New England at 9-4. Bottom of the barrel, the New York Jets, no surprise. Then Jacksonville and Chicago at 4-8. Guess who's playing this week, Zach? Green Bay. 
Chicago. 10 and 2, 4 and 8. More on that in a minute. Let's talk about number one seed. This is, this is a fun prop. We touched on this last time we did the show, Zach. You can actually wager on who will be the number one seed in the AFC and the NFC, and the top picks in both are about the same. Correct. Yeah, looking at this one, you have the Patriots at plus 150 as your top choice, followed up with the Chiefs at 400, then the Titans at 450, Ravens at 800. Um, looking at the NFC, you'd be surprised to know you have the Cardinals as your top choice. They're at plus 140, Packers are at plus 180, Buccaneers at plus 350, and the Rams a big jump up to 1600. Well, I was singing the praise of the Chiefs a minute ago because they won five games in a row. We'll look up and guess who's won seven games in a row. Your AFC East leading Patriots, who are now the favorites ahead of the Bills to win the division by the end of the season. Correct. Yeah, Patriots have been on a strong roll, and they've been somewhat quietly doing it, kind of like the Chiefs. They're minus 250 to win the East right now. Bills are plus 200 at last check to win their division. And the NFC East, I think, is also getting more intriguing. Washington, not quite on the roll of the Chiefs or the the bill or the uh, Pats rather, excuse me, but they have won four in a row. They started two and six. Now they're six and six. Still a pretty good long shot to win the division, but they are getting ever so close to those Cowboys at eight and four. Yeah, looking at this one, you have the Cowboys currently minus five sixty. As you said, Washington inching closer. They're at plus five fifty. Dun 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 dun. Let's get to some games. Thursday night. This one's a stinker, but you got to put somebody on there. So they're going to make up for it, Zach, on Monday night. The Monday night game is a real sweetheart, but this Thursday night one is like uh, fish that's been left out too long. It does not smell very good to me. Yeah, looking at this one, Vikings currently favored by a field goal minus three total in this game at 43 and a half more than likely it'll be uh, cold as an icebox in minnesota though so if you leave your fish out up there it doesn't really bother you as much this is also not a great game two also rands in the nfc south falcons panthers in carolina yeah, Panthers currently favored by two and a half points total in this game at 42 and a half. Okay, listen, the AFC race is wide open. The Ravens are leading the division in the AFC North at eight and four. The Browns are in last place, but they're six and six. And another one that you have favored by just under a touchdown. Browns favored by two and a half points total in this game at 42. So this is an interesting game. I kind of like the Ravens to go on the road and get a win there. I did not have that one circled, but I'm going to add that to my list. I'm not sure about the Browns. I've kind of gotten off them now. Cowboys at the Washington football team. If Washington's going to show me they are real, this will be the week. Cowboys are tied with the Patriots for the NFL lead in interceptions with 19, and they are seeking their second season with 20 picks since 2000. They had 20 way back in 2010. Tyler Heineke, quarterback for Washington, has been pretty good this year, but his 11 interceptions are tied for the fifth most in the NFL, and Dak has had a great run against divisional teams, 18-3 and against the NFC East the last five years. Cowboys will go on the road as a favorite. Yeah, looking at this one, Cowboys currently favored by four points going to Washington, total in this game at 48. All right, Titans very much in the playoff mix, hosting a Jags team that, well, isn't. Yeah, Jag- Jags are having a, a rebuilding year, I guess is what they're calling it. Um, right now you have the Titans favored by over a touchdown, minus 8.5, total in this game at 44. We told you what kind of role the Chiefs are on. The Raiders are still in the playoff hunt. They're 6-6, six and six, traveling to Kansas City this weekend. For Carr, not been a lot of fun against the Chiefs, 3-12 and 12 all time, and 1-6 and six dismal in Kansas City. I think the temperatures this weekend, though, are supposed to be reasonably mild in Kansas City. Arrowhead's hard enough to play in, even when the weather is good so for their sake i hope the weather's not terrible looks like sunday 55 and sunny the raiders catching a break there well and this is the game last year you had the strong feeling on taking the 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 raiders as a big underdog so you have another chance this year if you think they can do the same chiefs currently favored by nine points total in this game at 48 i do not i don't know what the money line is on this game but i didn't even look it up zach because i don't think it's going to happen i think the chiefs are playing well enough to find a way to win saints have been on a skid of late not quite a jets kind of skid though i need to get together with my man john neighbors this weekend and watch this game i know that Saints are at the Jets. Saints are under or favorites rather on the road. The Jets, here's the key stat because the Saints we know have struggles in the passing game, right? With Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill passing. Taysom Hill.
Tannehill kept throwing to the wrong team last week when it was Cowboys. Speaking of, lots of interceptions, 19 on the season. Jets have the third worst rush defense in the NFL, 133 yards allowed per game. This makes me happy. It's also going to be decent weather in New York this weekend, 52 and sunny. So I like the Saints to go on the road and get the win against the Jets. If the number's not too big, Zach, is it? Yeah, looking at this one, Justin, currently under a touchdown, you have the Saints minus 5.5, total at 43.5. I like the Saints. Jets are worse to covering. Saints are due for a win. I like their defense to hold the Jets down. I like the Saints to run the ball well enough to win by a touchdown. How about the Seahawks-Texans? Seahawks look to be out of the playoff picture, Zach. I don't know if there's a way you can win all of your games the rest of the way and get to 9-8, and eight, but they are last in their division at 4-8. and eight. It's remarkable to me. They did get a win against the Niners last week, though, and the Texans got killed, of course, at home 31 to nothing. And here's a stat for you, Zach. You want a little extra tidbit? The Seahawks are 8-0 and oh under Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson when they're favored on the road by at least 7 points, and they are favored on the road this week by at least 7 points. So I should definitely ride this trend, right? I'm thinking so. Looking at this one, you have Seahawks favored by 7.5 points total in this game at 41.5. I knew you were going to put a hook on it. I knew it. I liked it at 7. Why are you putting a half a point on there for me, Zach? You're making it hard. Hey, let's give kudos to the Lions. They won their first game of the season last weekend. Way to go. And you get, uh, as a reward, a trip to Denver to Mile High. Yeah, looking at this one, Broncos currently favored by 7.5 points total in this game at 42. Okay, that movie's money's moving towards the Broncos. Not shocking. Giants, Chargers in L.A. L.A. currently favored by 10.5 points. Total in this game at 44.5. Okay, we talked about the Bills. They're already struggling in the AFC East, and they get a really tough assignment. I mean, at least from a matchup standpoint, not from a weather standpoint. Probably not going to be freezing cold and windy this weekend in Tampa Bay as they take on the Buccaneers. Currently, you have the Buccaneers favored by a field goal, minus three. Total in this game at 52.5. One of two games with a total over 50 right now. They may feel a little cold this weekend down there, though. That's the only issue. 49ers-Bengals this weekend. Cincinnati's a hard one to figure, part of that AFC North picture. And the Niners, again, coming off that loss last weekend. Yeah, this one's almost a pick Right now, you have Bengals favored by half a point. Total in this game at 48.5. Sunday night, not a good game, but a historic matchup. Packers at home, off a bye against the Bears. The Packers beat the Rams with Aaron Jones coming back. He only had six carries in his first game back from injury a couple of weeks ago. Got an extra week of rest, which I think is good. And, of course, they got Dylan, the running back, who's doing a nice job for him as well. He's a battering ram. Bears coming off a 33-22 loss to a very good Arizona team on Sunday. But the Bears have the worst, third-worst scoring offense at 16.8 a game. We know that Green Bay obviously can put up some serious points when they get things rolling. I like the Packers healthy. I like the Packers big time. I'll give them a couple of touchdowns. Probably won't have to give all of that, right? Not quite all of that. Getting closer, though. Right now, you currently have the Packers favored by 12.5 points, total in this game at 43.5. Yeah, that's in the mix for pick of the week. And then we get another Monday night treat, or at least on paper it looks like one. Rams, Cardinals in Arizona on Monday night football. Looking at this one, Cardinals currently favored by 2.5 points, total in this game at 51.5. Yeah, last week our total was in the mid-30s, and the temperatures were in the low, low 30s or high 20s. So this is a better deal all the way around, for sure. You're in Arizona, and you got a couple of offenses that should be able to operate a little bit better. Let's turn the page to college football. We're about halfway through the show today, and I will tell you this. We will be delving deep into bowl games over the next couple of weeks. And yes, every bowl game, right, Zach, is on the board right now? Yes, every bowl game is up. We're not going to go into the details on all of them, though, because again, we're going to have to talk about them next week and the week after, and the lines aren't going to change that significantly. So I don't want to delve too deep into most of these bowl games that are not going to be played by the next time we come on. In fact, none of the bowl games we played by the next time we come on. The first round of games is on the 17th, and I will touch on those in just a second. Arkansas, we've told you before, finished the regular season 7-4-1 against the spread. Other teams of note, Georgia was 8-4 before the playoff game. Obviously, they didn't cover, so 8-5 after the uh, SEC championship. Alabama ends up 7-6 with the outright victory. 
victory over Georgia in the uh, championship game. So those are just a few teams that we'll talk about. We'll get more on against the spread for teams that are playing in the postseason. But let's look at national championship odds right now. Of course, Georgia taking it on the chin. The former favorite moves into the second slot now with Alabama as your favorite. Correct. Looking at this, you have Bama at the top slot there at plus 115. You have Georgia's second choice at plus 140, followed by Michigan at 650 and Cincinnati at 2,000. Boy, wouldn't it be fun to see Cincinnati win the whole thing. I don't either, Zach, but it would be cool. Let me ask you this. If you're picking a team right now, where are you going? I'm going to have to go with Georgia. Okay. I like Georgia, too. All right. Yep. I'm with you. You're probably, um, and, you're probably and, wrong, then, if my recent history holds. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling good. Can I change that now? Can I go to uh, Alabama or Michigan? Or, <laughs> might as well take Cincinnati. Uh, and, and for those curious, uh, Alabama last week before the game against Georgia, they were plus 450 to win the national championship. And just a couple weeks ago, they were plus 600. So it has not been long ago. You could have really pounded Alabama and had a chance to make a whole bunch of money. Georgia was minus 200 last week, if I remember correctly, Zach, and now they're plus money. So if you believe that that was just a hiccup for Georgia and not an indication that they've got problems, you might want to throw a few bucks on the Bulldogs at plus money. Absolutely. Best odds you're getting on him and getting on them in the last couple months. I love the fact that FCS football is on the board at Oaklawn during the season and into the playoffs, which is where we are now. The perennial favorite, North Dakota State, your favorite right now at Oaklawn. South Dakota State's right there. You got some teams like Sam Houston State won the title in the spring. And I've got a long shot perennial power that I think has a chance to make things interesting. Give me your championship odds. Yeah, looking at this, North Dakota State, as you said, is the top choice. Plus 120, followed by South Dakota State at plus 225. James Madison at 500. Sam Houston is also at 500. Montana at 1200. Montana State at 1400. Villanova 2500. East East Tennessee State at 5000. All right, Montana's got to go to I believe James Madison this weekend. Very tall order. James Madison just boat raced southeastern Louisiana last weekend with Cole Kelly. I think that's the end of his career, and I don't think he's got any more time left. He has had an amazing career since transferring from Arkansas. So good luck to him and whatever future endeavors he gets into. I don't know if he's got a chance at the NFL or not, but man, was he prolific down there. I like the Grizzlies to kind of make it interesting, potentially. It's a long trip to the east side of the country for Montana, but I think they could make that game interesting. If they can win that, they would be a good flyer on a long shot. The Grizzlies would be at 1,200. All right, let's get into, uh, I'll let you know, too, that FCS playoff games. There's actually a game, I think at least one on Friday, maybe a couple, and then you got games on Saturday as well. So if you want to get playing on some FCS games, there are plenty to be had. Lots of teams with gaudy records. And this is a true playoff. You get a whole bracket. It's really fun. So definitely something to wager on if you're interested in some additional college football before the bowl games get rolling. But you do have a classic that we look forward to every year, Zach. And this is more than just about football. These are people who are future leaders in this country. People are going to help protect this country going forward. The annual Army-Navy game. And one team has clearly had a much better chance in a game every week this year. The midshipmen have had a rough, rough year this year. 3-8 and eight on the season. Army comes in at 8-3. and three. Yeah, looking at this one, Army favored by a little over a touchdown. Minus 7.5 total low as we expected at 34. Yeah, the Knights have had a pretty solid season. Now, here's the thing. It could be a sloppy mess over there, Zach, at West Point. Army and uh, Navy are going to be playing in a pretty wet day. It looks like a 90% chance of rain on game day, so keep that factored in at West Point. Now, here's the thing. Army's second best in the NCAA rushing the ball, but Navy's seventh. They're both running the ball pretty well. Army over 300 yards a game, Navy 228, but Army's much better against the run. They're giving up just over 100 yards a game. I think Army walks in this one, and they're giving up just over a touchdown 
touchdown. Just over a touchdown, minus 7.5. What's the total? Total is at 34. Yeah, this could be a low-scoring, sloppy affair. But listen, Army's put some points up this year, and Navy has allowed quite a bit. So I think it's, uh, I think they may go a little bit over on this one, even on a wet day. But I for sure like Army to knock off Navy by 10 or more. All right, let's touch on Arkansas's bowl game. A lot of people are wondering. A lot of people are probably going, Zach, so they need to get their wagers in sooner rather than later because they'll probably be heading down to Tampa to escape the cold temperatures here and get ready for that big bowl game. And this is the first time Arkansas and Penn State have ever squared off. Really intriguing game, I think. you got a team in Penn State that played in one of the top divisions in the country in the Big Ten East. Say what you want about Big Ten football. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, all in the same division. Really tough road for Penn State. And they ended up 7-5 and five on the year. Arkansas, of course, 8-4. and four. And the Hogs, to me, I think on paper, look to be the better team. Certainly a team that's more motivated. And yet, Arkansas comes in as a dog? Yeah, this one, this one is uh, having me scratching my head a little bit, but maybe I have a little SEC and Arkansas bias running through my blood. A little. Currently, Penn State minus two and a half. This did post at three, so it has shifted a little towards Arkansas. Penn State is at minus two and a half, total at 45 and a half. I don't know all the analytics that go into the ESP and FPI, admittedly, but they have Penn State as a 59% chance of winning. So they like it and uh, should be a pretty, they're saying relatively low scoring game, right? I mean, that's not a, that's not many points. Correct. And from what I looked at, just going back through Penn State's uh, record for this year, the one thing you can say about them is they play everyone. Uh, they, they don't give up. All their games were close. So I do expect a good game, and hopefully it comes down to the end. All right, let's talk about the national championship playoff. Not many people giving uh, Cincinnati any kind of chance against Alabama, and the line has actually slid in favor of Bama. Same for Georgia. Not that people aren't giving Michigan a chance, and certainly want to congratulate Coach Gaddis, who is their offensive coordinator, for winning the Bros Award this last week. But Michigan is giving up more ground. Georgia becoming a bigger favorite. So is Alabama. Give me the latest numbers on those two games. Yeah, looking at this one, uh, Alabama is currently favored by two touchdowns, minus 14. This posted at minus 13 and a half, so it has shifted a little towards Alabama. Total in this game is set at 58. And also on the money line, if you're feeling crazy, since he's plus 425, it seems like it should be more than that, Zach, to me. Alabama's minus 770. For those who don't understand all that, you bet $770 to win 100. So if you would bet your right arm that Alabama will win, you can go ahead and lay 770 or more on Alabama to win. As long as they win the game outright, you're going to take home a little bit of profit. But that is a uh, risk-reward you have to consider for yourself. On the other game, Zach, Georgia not nearly as heavy a favorite, but heavier than they open, right? Correct, yes. Georgia opened at minus 7.5. It has currently shifted a half point. You have Georgia minus 8, total in this game at 43.5. The money line for Michigan, plus 230. Money line for Georgia, minus 315. A lot of people think Michigan might win this game outright, so for those of you who believe in the Wolverines, definitely getting better than 2-1 to one on your money, right them on the money line a little bit too. Maybe take those eight points, but then ride them on the money line a little bit too. Michigan's playing fantastic. That's a team that has truly gotten better every week from what I could tell. You go back to that high-scoring affair against Michigan State, I think Michigan kind of hit the reset button and said, wait a minute, we don't want to try to outscore teams. Let's get back to what we do. They are just nasty on the defensive line. They will cover you all over the field. We know how good the offense can be. Mixing in some creative passing game with that solid running game and good offensive line. Heck, great offensive line. Who am I kidding? I think it should be a good game. I hope it is, and I hope that they can make it as interesting as Alabama did. I'm not sure they can, but we'll find out. First bowl game are coming up December 17th. Not exactly the most high-profile programs, but Zach, always an opportunity to make a few dollars. Toledo, Middle Tennessee, Coastal Carolina out of the Sun Belt against Northern Illinois, and the lines are very similar, yes? Absolutely. They are actually spot on in terms of the spread. So you have Toledo favored by 10.5 points. Total in that game against Middle Tennessee is at 52.5. And And for Coastal Carolina, same spread, minus 10.5 against Northern Illinois. Total in this game at 63.5. Woo-wee! 
sweet. I like a high-scoring affair in a bowl game. Give it to me. So all kinds of fun matchups. You've got 13 of the 14 SEC schools. Vanderbilt, what are you doing over there? 13 of 14 SEC schools representing the league in the postseason. So lots of SEC angles here and some fun matchups. Kentucky and Iowa is one that jumps out to me. How about my alma mater, Iowa State and Clemson? That's not a Big Ten game, and that's not an SEC game. But how about a little ACC against Big 12? I think that'll be a lot of fun. There's a handful of really, really good games in, in the bowl season coming up here, Zach. But again, we'll talk more about those coming up. You got a favorite game, Zach, you're looking forward to outside of Arkansas? You know, there's a few of them I've been looking at. Um, the Oklahoma State-Notre Dame game is intriguing yes. me. I know Oklahoma State finished the season very well, and um, I think the listeners know I'm not the biggest fan of Notre Dame. So anybody, anytime I can get a chance to see them lose as a favorite, I like it. Right now you have Notre Dame favored by 2.5 points, total at 45.5. I mean, the fun thing is before the uh, championship game, you know, the semifinals, by the way, are being played on New Year's Eve this year. But on that day, too, you get that high-flying Wake Forest offense against Texas A&M. You've got the two semifinal games and a couple of other okay games. But New Year's Day, I mean, just packed full of good stuff. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, as you mentioned. I mentioned Iowa, Kentucky. How about Utah, Ohio State? That might be the best matchup outside the playoff, Zach. you got two really big, powerful, strong teams with some impressive skill players. I mean, Utah absolutely just handled Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. And then the Baylor Ole Miss game's got great potential. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point, Utah not only ha- handled Oregon once, they did it twice in the last couple weeks. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how they can go face Ohio State. Ohio State currently favored by six and a half points, total at 67. They're making LSU with their six and six schedule, or six and six season, wait until January 4th to play their bowl game. They're going to the Texas Bowl to take on a Kansas State team that finished seven and five in the Big 12. And can you imagine how good Brian Kelly's Southern accent will be by January 4th, Zach? It's almost unthinkable. Yeah, no, that's going to be a lot of fun. And as you said, um, I love it when I can see the SEC represented so well, <laughs> Vandy. Yeah. Well, it's a record number. I mean, 13 out of 14 teams is insane. Anyway, and then the National Championship game will be coming up on January 10th after the 31st semifinal games, so stay tuned for that. Arkansas is continuing to win games, not always covering. Did against Charlotte this week. Arkansas has got Oklahoma coming up over the weekend, Zach. Early start, 12:30 tip. Those games, again, post late the night before, early the day of. So if you want to get down on Arkansas and you're down there for racing this weekend, which resumes on Friday, might want to jump on the Arkansas-Oklahoma game. Oklahoma's coming off a disappointing loss, but certainly they have done a good job so far this year with Porter Moser taking over. Arkansas still a pretty long shot in the SEC, Zach. I think next time I'm down there, I'm throwing a few bucks on them. Yeah, as you said, those odds really have not moved much. Um, you're getting them at 750 right now to win the regular season champs for the SEC, and the national championship odds have not moved either. They're still at plus 2,200. It's amazing. Let's go through the uh, favorites in the SEC, and then we'll talk about the championship uh, odds as well. I got Kentucky at 230, Alabama 400, Tennessee 500, Auburn 700. Is that the uh, up-to-date? You got that? Those are the up-to-dates. You got them. Keep going. All right, and then championship-wise, Gonzaga, again, they've had their stumbles. They just lost to Alabama over the weekend, Zach, but still got the Bulldogs up top. Correct. You still have the Bulldogs up top there at plus 355, followed by Duke at 750, Purdue at 900, UCLA is also at 900, Kansas 1200, Villanova 1250, Texas at 1300, Michigan at 1500, Bama's at 2000, Baylor's at 2000, Kentucky at 2000, Arkansas 2200, as we mentioned. I would give Baylor, the defending champs, a long look. I would give Alabama, if you believe that Gonzaga performance is indicative. It was at Gonzaga, by the way. They're 2000, then Arkansas at 2200, as Zach mentioned. You can also bet on the conference to win the title. Big Ten's your favorite at 225, then the West Coast, ACC, Big 12 in that order. And if you think one of these SEC teams, probably as deep a league as anybody, at plus 600, Zach, is what I saw last check. That is still up to date, and I'm with you. As deep as the SEC is, it's hard not to look at them being the fifth choice. All right, real quick, uh, I want to give my lock of the week, and I'm back and forth. Uh, Zach, in the meantime, we got two in-state games 
games for those who get this early on. Missouri State's at Little Rock. Little Rock's 3-4 and four against the number this year. And, of course, Coach Walker's team has been decimated by injuries but gave a great performance in Fayetteville over the weekend. And then A-State is on the road, on the road at UAPB. Typically, you think A-State would be doing that as a pay game. But, no, UAPB hosting, and the Red Wolves are going on the road. And both the road teams in these two games are favorites on a Wednesday night. Correct. Looking at this one, Missouri State headed to Arkansas Little Rock. You have them favored by 13.5 points, and it has shifted in their favor. It was 12 earlier. Total in that game at 145. And then Arkansas State will go on the road at APB as a favorite at minus 10.5. Total in that game at 143. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right, I've gone back and forth and back and forth, and I told you late at, I like the Ravens at plus two and a half at the Browns. Browns are in last place. Ravens in first place. Ravens still have an outside shot of getting home field advantage and earning the top seed in the AFC because we know that race is pretty wide open. I'm going to go with the Ravens at the Browns in Cleveland as my lock of the week. But again, I really like a few of these other games. I like Army to get the job done, and I like the Seahawks at the Texans, Saints at the Jets. A lot of road teams this week, and uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens at the Browns. I'm going all road teams this week. What the heck? NBA, Nets are your favorites by far. Warriors are about to see Steph Curry set the new NBA three-point mark, but they're the second favorites at plus 510. Nets are at 230. Bucks 600. Lakers long shot 800 now. They're falling apart. You can bet Major League Baseball futures. Your Dodgers are your favorites uh, per usual. We've seen some teams that are really trying to spend some money here. We assume we'll have a full season. And then um, look ahead at the Winter Olympics as well, Zach. we got a lot of Winter Olympics wagering opportunities here. Men's hockey, Canada's plus 150. Then Russia at 350. The USA in Sweden at 650. And then also one last tidbit here. We're running a little long. We got to hustle. But in golf, you got the QBE shootout, which is a team event this weekend, Zach. And I did a little research on this because I don't have anything else to do in my life. Harris English and Matt Kuchar have won three times in this event, including last year. And yet they are the third favorite on the betting line at plus 650. I don't know if you have those odds in front of you. You can give me the two favorites, but I mean, heck, you can put a few bucks on the top three teams and have a shot Absol- to make some money. Yeah, absolutely. You got Sam Burns and Billy Horschel as your favorite at 400. Kevin Na and Kokrak at plus 450. Uh, Kucher English at 600. Leesman Jason Day at 750. Okay, well, that's going to do it. Ravens are lock of the week. And, uh, again, check out oaklawn.com. It is Arkansas's only casino resort right there in Hot Springs. Get down there and take advantage of the shows, the fun. Don't forget about New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Live racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday that weekend, and pretty much all through the weekend outside of Christmas and Easter. We'll see you down there. It's a ton of fun. Hope you enjoyed us here on Oaklawn Game Day. We'll join you next week. Good luck, everybody.